myself, A. McCray, Brother Cam Richmond, and Brother Devin Howard. Uh, this week, we came right with the content. Last week um, wasn't our best effort, as well as we had some technical difficulties. Uh, but this week, <laughs> this week we'll make sure we get it together and give y'all a good episode. Bro, I got attacked by the biggest moth, bro. I know everybody was too cool to watch Yu-Gi-Oh! growing up. They was gangbanging and shit, bro. Fuck cartoons and anime. <laughs> but, like, bro, that little great moth that, like, the little nerd, little jerk character had. I forgot bro name. But, bro, that was in the crib, bro. That was the great moth, bro. I've never heard a moth, like, when it claps his wings, I've never heard that sound before. Man, they bro, say that shit just came out of nowhere, bro. That shit came out of nowhere, bro, on steroids, bro. Like, I'm Man. spraying it, bro, because I'm like, bro, I ain't even trying to really go toe-to-toe with no animals or no insects no more, bro. I just spray them and then watch them die slowly, bro. So I'm spraying, bro, right? Bro, keep getting up and in, in, uh, flying faster. <laughs> I'm like, bro, what is going on here, bro? I spray, bro. Bro was behind the couch. I start going crazy, bro. I start shooting him, bro, with the spray like they shot Denzel in training day, bro. Like, I start going crazy <laughs> on, bro. Bro flew up to nah, the, the TV, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro. I start going crazy on, bro. Start frying him up again. Bro was on his back, bro. I'm finna going for the kill, bro. I'm thinking, bro, dead, bro. Why this man flip up and start flying even faster, like straight at me, bro? Like, I almost <laughs> dropped the can, bro. It's like some Matrix type shit, bro. Like, and I got two dogs at the crib. They ain't trying to help now one time. The little uh, puppy dog, matter of fact, and ran into the bathroom. She was like, bro, from uh, Endgame. I forgot Brett's name when he was like, wow, y'all about to fight Thanos? Oh, that's crazy, bro. I'm about to go back and protect the sanctuary or some dumb shit. Oh, he's talking about Wong. Yeah, bro. <laughs> like, you're not even going to help, bro. But yeah, bro, that nah, bro, that, that ain't their job, bro. They nah. just want to go on walking and shit, and shit around the crib. That's all they want to do, bro. <laughs> but yeah, we about to definitely come correct. Now, I just had to get that off my chest, bro. That was the biggest moth I ever. Like, you seen the video, bro. Yeah. Like, and a, that video was from, from that. It, think how big that was from that far away. Like, if you got closer to it, bro, it was even bigger, bro. But I, I swear to God, never again, bro. Never again. I'll put in my papers to move tomorrow, bro, if that happen again. <laughs> I just going to move out like your neighbors, bro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just move out like my neighbor, bro. Just cold turkey on them, bro. They're like, oh, what? Oh, nothing, bro. I'm about to move, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. But who who you got uh, for Flowers of the Week? Uh, flowers of the Week. Uh, yes, sir. Got it pulled up here. Got everything organized, lined up this week. Make sure I get this uh, young gentleman's name correct. It is Mr. Hansel Emmanuel. Uh, he got his first D1 offer to Tennessee State. Uh, this young gentleman plays basketball. Um, and you probably seen the viral, you guys have probably seen the viral videos going around. This The young gentleman, he had one hand serving everyone. Uh, that's why I want to give him flowers this week because that is very big. For him to get an offer to a D1 school and him having that uh, liability, um, missing a limb in his arm, that is unheard of. I don't, I don't, I don't think I've ever heard of um, someone not having an arm or you know missing a type of some type of body part 
and still being able to get a D1 offer. Um, maybe you have. But to me, nah, this is the I first. ain't seen that, bro. The only thing I seen uh, was uh, I think what the long sniper from USC was blind or something like that. But he yeah, walked on, yeah. though, bro. Yeah. But the scholarship, though, yeah, definitely salute to that guy. Yeah, that's uh, definitely big. Uh, major salute to him. Hopefully, he'll get more offers. And um, aside from the offers, hopefully he can continue uh, his amazing play on the court. Like I said, he has to work twice, if not three times as hard as everyone else. But, shit, he damn near making it look easy, which is crazy. Um, you know, uh, also who up to uh, Tennessee State was Robert Robert Cummington. Yep, so, yep. And he's – so – you know, again, congratulations and salute to Hansel Emanuel. Uh, that's big for him to get that that D one offer. Uh, what about you, bro? Who you got for your uh, flowers? Well, I got uh, Gator from uh, the show. Dave, they had a really good season finale. Dave was kind of like over the top sometimes this past season, but it was cool. I'm still waiting for Atlanta to come back on uh, FX, but Dave had a good second season. But I'm gonna give my flowers to Gator, bro, because Gator. This guy was acting so good in his character. Like, they touched on a lot of mental health issues in the black community and everything with him. He's bipolar. So mm. when he was acting, I'm like, bro, acting his ass off, bro. Like, if, if he's not bipolar in real life, then bro got to win an award or something, bro. Because he for sure acting his ass off right now. And then <clears throat> did more research on bro because the season finale was super good, bro. So I wanted to get more background on this cat. And he had an uh, interview with uh, No Jumper. Mm-hmm. And then he was just talking a lot of good stuff about trying to de-stigmatize de- uh, mental health and that he is bipolar and he has been struggling with some things, especially when he was down before he came up. Because he was down with Tiger when Tiger had his insane run when he had first started. Then Tiger went on the to do... Yeah, 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 the rapper. Okay. And then he had fell off. You know, Tiger went to a whole other level. And, you know, he, you know didn't uh, match it, you know, so he, he had fell off for a minute. He was down in the dumps. He was really struggling with his mental health, and he really opened up about that, and then now, you know, he got the show with Lil Dicky. He got some more stuff lined up, but I think it was cool how he went through a lot of stuff, and he was talking so good and so highly about um, going to therapy and mental health and things like that, and it's still a stigma in our community, but I just want to give props out to him because he says you got to just face it head on. There's nothing crazy or there's nothing wrong with going to therapy or anything like that. So definitely, I want to give flowers to Gator, man. He, he's a hell of a character, a hell of an actor. I want to see what he got coming forward. Oh, yeah. Salute to, the, salute to that gentleman, to that king. Uh, that's definitely uh, big. I didn't catch Dave, so I'm going to definitely have to add that to the list. Um, start, yeah, you should start at like episode three, bruh. I believe like episode two, that was like a little like too much, bruh. Look, it was just a little, much, little, little too much. You know how it's like, how like I like some people got humor that other people don't have. Oh, yeah, yeah. Acquired like, <laughs> taste. Yeah, bro. That was like a little too much over the top, bro. Like, all right, bro. But I mean, it was still a, it was still a good season. I say FX got some good shows. I believe they got Atlanta and Snowfall and some other stuff, too. But um, yeah, it's definitely worth uh, checking out. But yeah. we got anybody, anybody else uh, we giving flowers to this week? Uh, uh, that's pretty much it. Now, now it's, it's, it's uh, so, time for clown of the week. <laughs> yeah, bro, you gotta just go ahead and uh, jump right into it. 
Bro, this is a this is this is definitely a first for clown of the week, bro. And it came down to a lot of people, but I just decided to go a different route this week. It's got to be Urban Meyer, bro. Urban Meyer Urban has made Urban. so so many wrong steps since becoming a Jaguars coach. He hired a racist trainer that was proven to be a racist and fired from the University of Iowa training staff. Oh wow! Or I, I think a strength. Strength and conditioning coach. I don't want to say training because I don't want to make it seem like he was saying the N-word to people taping their ankles up or anything like that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so first of all, he tried to hire a racist strength and conditioning coach that got dismissed from University of Iowa. Then you go and draft <laughs> a running back in the first round, and you already had one of the best rookie running backs last year. Okay, that's debatable. You're trying to move him around and everything. But this really took the cake and really got him to clown of the week position. This man said – it's an open quarterback competition between Trevor Lawrence and Gardner Minshew. If you want to learn how to lose a locker room full of grown men really quick, Urban, you play college games with them. I don't know what bro is trying to prove. You have your guy. You drafted him number one. Name him as your starter and go. We don't have time for these college games, man. I was just so clownish <laughs> for him to say that, bro. Like, these people got mortgages, bro. Like, they're not trying to hear you going back and forth trying to play mind games, like trying to psych people up to practice harder or something. Like, these like, are grown men you're dealing with. Like uh, Aaron Donald said, grown-ass men with two kids. Yes, bro. bro. These people got two – bro, these people got multiple kids, multiple mortgages, and they finally got their quarterback, but they saying it's an open competition. That's how you lose a locker room before the locker room is even lost. This man out here doing that bullshit, bro. You know who the starter is. Name him the starter, and let's get this thing rocking and rolling, bro. And on, <laughs> and on top of that, you signed Tim Tebow, too. But that ain't even get you the clown of the week, bro, because we don't know if he's going to make the team yet. But that's bro, you see, Nah, bro, you seen that uh, block he had, bro. He opened up a cutback and everything. I'm, I'm mad that block worked. <laughs> <laughs> it should have sloppy as hell, bro. It was bad. You get better blocking than Pop Warner. From a first-year player, bro. You get better blocking than trash-ass men. Yeah, bro. But, yeah, Urban Meyer, he definitely clown of the week, man. And if he don't change and adapt to know who he's dealing with, then he's going to lose that locker room, and it's going to be a failed experiment in Jacksonville, man. Because, let's say, you're trying to treat grown men like college players. That ain't going to work. These grown men driving better cars than you. You're not big dog on campus no more. Yeah. They got to figure that shit out, bro. Yeah. For the Jag, for the Jags, we're gonna see how that pans out this year. For those, uh, for those cats. Speaking of Jags, LOL. But uh, what else we got here next? We got on the docket. Looks like we can move into a little Jags, preseason ball. Yeah, moving to the preseason. Uh, we just start off with the home team. You catch that uh, TD from uh, Mr. Bay Trey. Trey yeah, Lance, man. Like that, that was nice, bro. I ain't going to lie, bro. You seen the little gift I, I sent the group message, bro. They they trying to pack Jimmy Bags already for him, bro. Hey, man, you know what's uh, crazy about that too, bro? I went to uh, – what's that place um, earlier to get a sandwich? Uh, Jersey Mike's. And um, bro that was making my sandwich, he was pretty cool. Uh, you know what I'm saying? He had good energy and whatnot. He's like, hey, man, what's going on? What you got going for us today? I was like, yeah, probably just catch some uh, preseason football and whatnot. I, shit, I just forgot. I didn't even know that um, Colts and the uh, – who did Colts play earlier? Well, I think the Panthers. Yeah, I, I didn't even know they was playing, so I ended up catching that. But that was before I knew they was playing. That was 
uh, before the game came on or whatever. And then uh, I was like, he was like, who your team is? And he was like, okay, yeah, it's going to be a pretty good season for you guys this year. And I was like, yeah. And um, he was saying that how that division – I was telling him it's a tough division. He was like, yeah, it's one of the better divisions in, the, in football, if not the best. I was like, yeah, uh, you ain't lying about that. And he was like, uh, uh, Trey Lance was looking pretty good out there. And I was like, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we see him in some action this year. And he was like, yeah, they took him so high. So at some point he's going to have to and get in the game and whatnot, show what, show what he got on the field. And he was like, Jimmy G on borrowed time. And I was like, shit, you ain't lying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least he knew that much. Yeah. But do uh, you see um, any other any other standout rookies that stood out to you, bro? I know uh, uh, Brett from uh, – I want to say he went to OU, Stevenson for the uh, Patriots. Yeah, he yeah, yeah. Out there. yeah he, had, he was running hard. He was running really hard. He looked good. Say Justin Fields looked good. Uh, Tua, Tua looked all right in his, his few drives. I think he had a long completion. I think that's big. They want to really push the ball downfield. Um Going back to Trey for a minute, Trey had that one throw. He had, I want to say, maybe three or four drops. I stopped counting after two, bro. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. After the second drop, I'm like, all right, bro, let me just call the Niners, bro, because this shit getting out of hand now. Let me just see what I can do, bro. These receivers dropping some good passes from them to make his stats look really bad. But I want to know, bro, is the Chiefs' backup D-line just that good, or is the backup Niners O-line that bad? Because I, I definitely like seeing Trey getting hit. You know, not nothing crazy, but he's going to have to get used to getting hit in the NFL. You know, those hits are a little different. So, I mean, I didn't want to see him get sacked hell of times. I wanted to see him under pressure, take a couple hits, you know. But the, not the Niners O-line, they, 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 they need a little depth or something, man. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, I think it's probably the latter. I would I would hope to believe uh, that our backup line is more trash than – the Chiefs' uh, second string line being that good and dominant. Because God, uh, but, some of those guys got paid yesterday, bro. Even by the Chiefs or by another team. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's pretty much what what preseason is. Especially like with the uh, the fourth quarter is pretty much damn near like a job interview. If it's not for the team that you already own, you might can get a B place, get a practice squad with another squad. So. um you know, it's good to see rookies and just guys that are on the bubble, uh, you know, work, grind to make a roster. That's pretty much what, what it's all about, uh, especially like I was saying earlier, catching the, the Colts and Panthers game, it came down to the wire. Um, so that's another cool thing about preseason. You know, it's not necessarily about the record or whatnot. It's just about teams working on different things, apply during the regular season and guys making a roster. So, yeah, it was definitely cool to see 81, bro, for the Niners. Whoever caught that touchdown, bro, looked like AB out there, bro. I'm, I'm, I don't even know, bro, name. I would have to look it up, but I'm pretty sure AB was his idol growing up, bro. Cause bro, we're 81. He got the high white socks like AB. He got the, uh, the wristband on his forearm, bro. I'm like, that motherfucker looked like AB, bro, running down the sidelines for that touchdown catch. Now, I know he's not nothing to A.B., bro, but I feel like he's trying to emulate his game after him. Nah, bro, if he wore uh, 81, he said A.B., you watch A.B. growing up. More than likely, bro, his idol growing up was probably Tim Brown, bro. 
Probably, bruh. Probably. But you got to see, bruh, bro dressed to the T just like A.B. dressed. Bro, I'm talking like, you remember how Joe Mixon and uh, Le'Veon got into it? Because they yeah. was both like, oh, bro, you trying to dress like me, blah, blah. All right, okay, Le'Veon, relax. Okay, <laughs> it ain't nothing to wear two different colored gloves. All right, bro, you're not big bro and nobody. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that, that looked pretty cool. Yes, I'm trying sir. to think, did, did, uh, did uh, anything else really happen in preseason week one? You know, oh, Brother Haskins, we got to give him his props. Yeah, he looked pretty decent out yeah, there. We got to give Brother Haskins his props, man. It's crazy when you got a coach that believes in you. Yeah, so far so good. Uh, like I said, uh, other than him making head play, making the wrong read, uh, everybody else was on the same page but him, and he's a damn quarterback. But uh, <laughs> you know, he, like I said, he redeemed himself from that from that mistake and looked looked pretty good. He looked pretty good. He looked pretty yeah. good uh, out there in the end yeah, result. Definitely, Got the dub and whatnot. Um, yeah. Oh, also speaking of running back, who looks good? Uh, Chuba Hubbard from. Okay, state. He had a uh, a nice little run earlier, a fifty nine yarder. He was looking was good. good I ain't gonna I ain't gonna lie, bro. I ain't gonna lie. I've been I've been picking him up in a lot of uh, a lot of mock drafts. Yeah, I, was I already say that. told, bro. Like I'm I'm going first. Like I'm gonna just go first, get McCaffrey again. But that's a pick I'm making, like in like the 12th, 13th, 14th round, bro. I was wondering how bro was gonna look today because I didn't catch the game, but you said he was doing cool. Yeah. Looks like you know what I'm saying he got that uh he got the the size pause and skill set uh to get it done at the next he, level. He can at least he can at least be a viable handcuff option. Yes, sir. That's what you need in today's uh fantasy. If you want to uh, take home the gold or the uh, first place championship, or you want to be yeah. like bruh and uh, be in last place and uh, have to stay in Waffle House for twelve hours and eat a uh, hell of waffles and shit. Oh my God, bruh. Yeah, that sounds painful, I, bro. <laughs> I would, I would tell, I would tell them, uh, my league mates, not nah, bro. Fuck off. I'll take the last place trophy, but that's about it, bro. Anything else? Yeah, my bro. <laughs> also, uh, who's uh, another wide receiver that was looking decent out there? Uh, Rondell Moore for the uh, Cardinals. Yeah, yeah, another rookie. I really like him. Yeah, it's definitely another uh, deep stash sleeper to look out for in regards to. Fantasy wide receivers, um, but speaking of, see, we can just roll right into the. Top yeah, I was about to say, uh, man, yeah, yeah, running backs for those who are nothing that acronym. But uh, who you got for your twelve, bro? Are you on my twelve, bro? Let me see. I'm a. Uh, I got to get it pulled up here. My twelve. I got McCaffrey one, Derrick Henry two, Dalvin Cook three, Kamara four, Ezekiel Elliott five. Nick Chubb, six, Aaron Jones, seven, Saquon, eight, Jonathan Taylor, nine, Najee Harris, 10, and I'm going Antonio Gibson, 11, and I'm going Austin Eckler, 12, with with with, with the honorable mention, the honorable mention, because I think bro going to kill it this season, J.K. Dobbins. Okay, that's, uh, that's a pretty respectable list right there. It's the honorable mention because I for sure got the honorable mention on mine too. Yeah, it's a lot of good uh, backs, man. Just like receivers, it's a lot of good backs, man. Yeah, but you, you, you better you better pick up the good ones though. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I did like I showed you, bro. My uh, fancy mock yesterday was decent, but I like the one I did before. 
strategy I went with was uh, going two RB ones in the first two rounds, and then getting a wide receiver one in the third round because they're definitely still there. Uh, shit, it's about three to five guys in that third round that you can grab and be solid starting out for your third three first three picks of the draft, and then you know just kind of fill out your team from there. But my top twelve is slightly different from yours, bro. And then I'm going to see if you can notice the one name that's there and see if you uh, are shocked or not. But uh, I got one, uh, McCaffrey, two, Dalvin Cook, three, Derrick Henry, four, Aaron Jones, five, okay. Nick Elliott, six, Alvin Kamara, seven, Eckler, eight, Nicholas Chubb, nine, Christopher Carson, ten, John Taylor, uh, 11, uh, Antonio Gibson, 12, Miles Gaskin, with the honorable mention of Mr. Joseph Mixon. <laughs> oh, you know how I feel about Joe Mixon, bro. Yeah, that's, that's why I put out his honorable <laughs> mention. But he, like I said, this is a top 12, so obviously this is a catch you want to target in the first round. It, obviously, like you said, it could be interchangeable and whatnot. Um, but the only thing about Joe Mixon – why I even snuck him in there is at the bottom is because, like you said, bro, he's burned both of us last year. He has injury issues that he with from time to time, and the um, what is it? The Bengals, their line, as we know, is not that good. So Joe Burrow obviously got hurt last year because he's running for his damn life. So that's the only thing that's you know. Holding Joe Mixon back, but as we as we've seen in the past, with all those things going against him, bro can still you know games and just go off. Uh, but you did, did you notice the name I put on it though, bro? No, I didn't even peep it. Uh, Mr. or Saquon. Oh Mark yeah, 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 Saquon. He's a big risk. He, yeah, he's definitely a he a definitely a big risk. That's the only reason why I don't got him on there, bro. Because I think isn't he still. Have he's still having those lingering effects from, from I, his uh, injury? So I, like, yeah, I think so. I think he's he's not full contact yet. They say he's he's hopeful for week one, but yeah, yeah. So it's like I just can't put my fantasy stock into. Excuse me, <clears throat> bruh. Not knowing, you know, what I'm saying his how his health is going into the season, so I can't even risk it. Yeah, bro. I, I wouldn't risk. I just leave it up to uh, somebody else. I mean, shit. If you, if he, bro, pans out as being healthy, then hey, more power to you. You know, what I'm saying you got a, a solid pick right in the first round. But shit, I'm not really willing to take that risk. Um, I leave that up to somebody else. Yeah, because you, you yeah, because you gotta hit on your running back. You don't hit on your running backs, you're gonna be in for a long season. The only, only shit, the only thing that you can overcome not hitting on a running back is if you got like a, a good array of, excuse me, good array of receivers um, to start. And shit, because I know I did a league, we had, you could start three receivers. So shit, if you got like New New Hopkins, Kenny Allen, and Tyreek Kill, and your oh, running backs are mid. You know what I'm saying? Then you can overcome that. Oh, yeah. That, that's, that's like, I, that's, what draft uh who you're drafting with and what pick you have that shit that's gonna be hard to 
pull those three names. Right? <laughs> bro, I'm like, cats. man, you get those three, bro. Like, ain't nobody a secret this year, bro. Like, yeah. all the cats that bubbled last year, bro, not a secret this year. So it's like every year, bro, it's a whole new crop of people you got to get the jump on. And it's yeah. crazy because it's always like risk and reward. Like, I, I, I want to figure out, bro, what's going on with Darren Waller? They're saying bro, they he's hurt, hurt, bro, with a with an undisclosed injury. And this this is crazy because Gruden usually don't shut up about anything. So for them to be tight lipped about this, I I don't know. It must be kind of serious. Yeah, that's definitely not a good sign for him, the Vegas Raiders, or upcoming fantasy drafts. Because he's definitely uh, we'll get the tight ends next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, I kind of uh, jumped the gun a little bit on that. Yeah, but uh, just in general, he's a top tier in that first tier of tight ends. Uh, he's definitely – you maybe can get him in the third round depending on, like I said, who you're drafting with. Um, but he's damn near second round. So uh, we'll keep you guys updated uh, next week as we get into tight ends and whatnot. Uh, but, yeah, like I said, make sure you at least get one of these top 12 running backs because uh, if not, you might be in trouble, trouble. Yeah, man, especially if you can't get that list of receivers like you said, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, it's like I said, bro, it's like I like that uh, strategy that I found yesterday, two RBs and wide receiver one. Um, or you can even damn near, because like I did, um, I reversed them when RB1, wide receiver one, I got – uh, who was it? I think I got uh, Aaron Jones first round, second round, Tyreek Hill. Um, so that was a good, you know what I'm saying, back to back. And then who was my third round pick? Let me pull it up real quick here. Yeah, my third round pick was Chris Carson. So, you know what I'm saying? That's that's pretty decent. Chris Carson yeah. always been underrated. And then uh, backdoor that with uh, Keenan Allen. So, top top four picks right there. It's pretty safe and solid to me, if you ask. Um, but if you didn't ask, oh well. <laughs> you got like a running back or two that's off the radar right now that you think will help somebody tremendously in fantasy. Uh, names that we didn't mention. Yeah, I would like, say David Montgomery is the name yeah. to look out for. The Bears have a decent O line. Yeah, Ty Cohen is back this year, but right now he is still dealing with uh, similar to Saquon some linger effects of his injury, so he's not going to be back the first few weeks, I believe. Um, Damian Williams Damian is also in Chicago, but he's not going to necessarily take too many, too much of the snaps, snaps you away from David Montgomery. Um, and another Hold running on, they back, got Dam- they got Damian Williams, the one that used to play for the Chiefs. Uh, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but another name that we didn't mention. <clears throat> take, <clears throat> excuse me. Keep uh eye out for Michael Carter for the big upside. Yeah, uh, he is. I guess. Uh, damn, what's his name? He used to play for the Niners. Tevin Luke, Coleman. Uh, yeah, Tevin Coleman. Yeah. And I forgot the other running back, but he's. I want to say a bum, but bro, I'll, I'll use a slouch for a better term. He, he he should basically get him out the paint easy. Yeah, <laughs> like he shouldn't be taking too many carries. He got to just worry about Tevin Coleman. That's that. That's what he really got to worry about. But Tevin Coleman always be hurt, so I wouldn't. You yeah, know what I'm saying? that ain't. You know, what I'm saying I'm sure he can win that job, or he should be able to win that job. 
Um, <clears throat> but uh, we can roll into our next topic. Oh, hold on, hold on, bro. I, I we I, I got to call a slight audible here, bruh, before we get into NBA Summer League, bruh. How do you know a barbershop you walking into is good, bruh? Uh, you said, how do you know? <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, what what are the criteria you look for in a barbershop? Like, let's say you, you just blew into town like a cartoon, bro, got to get a haircut, and you got eight barbershops in front of you, bro. What's the criteria you looking for, bro, to decide where you're going to get your haircut? Uh, I would say one thing is the the location, where it's located, type of uh, neighborhood. <clears throat> That's definitely key. Because it can't uh, be in too good of a neighborhood, bro. It got it got to be like you got to park your car, bro, like and be like looking out for it when you go to a good barber shop, bro. You just, <laughs> you got to know the good spots. Yeah, I would say you can't be like a or anything like that. Uh, another thing you want to keep an eye out for, uh, how many people is in there to, you know, if there's a wait or not, that's going to definitely tell you some things. But it also could depend on the day because, you know, if you go shit on Tuesday morning, they ain't really going to be a lot of heads, man. Pause. Uh, so, if you go on a Saturday. Yeah. Saturday, Saturday morning, it's going to be totally, totally, it should be a totally different ball game. At the uh, good barbershop, <clears throat> they actually have good traffic in there and whatnot. But uh, like, bro, thing, well, what, what about thing. like the uh, the ambiance of the place, bro? Like once, like once you get in the door, bro. Yeah, I'll say they they would have to have that poster with all the different designs, like one through thirty five and shit. That's <laughs> <laughs> so that's definitely key. Uh, definitely got to have some TVs in there, either a, a movie that everybody's seen, like old action flick or something, or uh, shit. Some sports related, or some music as well. Yeah, got a good mix. If, if one or the other are a good, a good mix for sure. Uh, and then, bro, that you also want to take a look at the type of Clippers they got, bro. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they got the Walmart Clippers, <laughs> the Wall Clippers. You know what I mean? Or if they got the you feel me, like the good Andy's Clippers and whatnot. You got to see if them hoes be overheating, bro. Ain't doing bro hairline in front of you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely, gotta see, and you got to see the the whoever's in the chair. You got to see, you know, what I'm saying if if the barber's actually getting them together, bro, or if it's like, bro, could he just stay at the crib and just did it himself type shit? Like, yeah, bro, do you be looking like that at like the interaction, bro, between the barber and the clients, bro? When you waiting to see who uh, about to cut your hair next, bro? Like, you do you want like a good a good environment, bro, in the barber shop where it got to be like some trash talking? There got to be some old heads in there. You know, obviously the barber, bro. I ain't gonna lie, bro. The main, the main barber, he gotta have some baby mama drama or something, bro. He gotta have something going on in his life, bro, where he telling the barbershop a story, bro. That's how oh, I know, saying, bro. Though. He like a forex scammer or something, bro. <laughs> something, bro. He gotta have something moving, bro, to where he trying to have the whole barbershop in on it, bro. Like it's gotta be something, man. Yeah, he definitely gotta have a. He gotta have something going <laughs> a good on. Backstory. Like, yeah, bro. Yeah, he gotta have a good backstory like a superhero, bro. Uh, you got to make sure the barber you going to, bro, just ain't, you know, from Granite Bay or something like that, bro. Like, nah, he's probably sure. from Cordova, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> you got to make sure, man. Yeah, that's definitely a uh, key thing to look out for. That was yeah. definitely uh, a good audible, though, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking never about know. that, yeah, bro, because I had walked into a new shop this weekend, bro. It's like my third different barber in sack. I'm checking out the ambiance and everything like that. I'm like, okay, it's it's, it's next to a pizza place. You no, know, the the location ain't too bad. 
you know, I'm looking at the different barbers. Like, what? The barber got on Team Jordans? Oh, no, nah, I'm in the wrong place, bro. <laughs> I got to bounce, bro. Nah, he had sketches on, bro, because he's on his feet all day. Yeah, another barber had on Crocs, bro. I'm like, all right, bro, okay, this is all debatable right now. And I'm looking at the clients coming in. I'm looking at the people. Okay, okay, cool, cool. You know, doing a little mental checklist in my head. You know, while I'm doing this, bro, I keep making eye contact with the trash barber who ain't got no appointments. Yeah, bro, you're next, bro. I'm like, nah, bro, I'm, I'm, I'm already waiting on my man, bro. He already got everything booked up and everything. But he keep making eye contact with me, bro. And I'm like, dog. Nah, it ain't gonna happen, bro. What, what, what that man Nick Saban say, bro? I ain't doing it, so quit asking, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't getting in the chair, bro. Nah, my man, I got here. I'm, I'm free. I've been free since ten o'clock since we opened. Yeah, bro. Like, I, I already know, bro. You the barber that gets slapped on the back of the head when you forget to order at lunchtime, bro. For somebody <laughs> like everybody, like everybody, get you the money. And you come back with he something that ain't correct, run. bro. Yeah, bro. He he be making the food run, bro. Uh, nah, yeah, he's big trash for that. And he got to make but, the food run. <laughs> but, yo, just one more thing about the barbershop, bro. You ever been getting cut, bro? And, like, it's been, like, around lunchtime. And you can tell your barber been eating, bro, eating stuff with his hands. And he ain't really, like, <laughs> he or she really ain't wash his hands like that. Like, he he lining, like, your, your beard up or your mustache up or something like that. And you smell the food on his hands. <laughs> Yeah, bro. Unfortunately, and that was definitely my last time at that at that barbershop. It's fucking sloppy, bro. <laughs> Son, wash your hands, b. Like, COVID. yeah, bro. It's a lot going on, bro. But now we we could bounce to this summer league now, bro. I just had to say that, bro. I had to get that off my chest because I had to do that experience yesterday, and it, it was positive. It was positive. I, bro, definitely got a new customer. Yeah, man. I'm glad you was able to find a yeah. decent barbershop. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, you can go back to from time to time and uh, make sure they get you together and whatnot. Uh, but before we head to the uh, the summer league, we just got to revisit the uh, mouse in the palace or fans in the stands. Uh, <laughs> if those who remember that infamous uh, brawl that took place at Auburn Hills against the, the Indiana Pacers and the fans. Um, what was that? Was it back in, I want to say, 2004? I believe. Yeah, I, I want to say around that time. Uh, but the documentary is out on Netflix for those who haven't seen it. Uh, I remember it like it was yesterday, damn near, being that when it happened. They said it happened on a Friday. So I want to say I was either out of school that day or the next morning I woke up. I walked in the living room. That shit was on ESPN like all day. And I was yeah. like, damn, like, this shit was crazy. Uh, so pretty pretty much what happened uh, for those who don't know or haven't seen the documentary or don't remember the story, pretty much Ben Wallace was fouled at the end of the game by Ron Artest. It was a hard foul. They was already getting smacked. Ben Wallace was already uh, going through a lot of emotions and whatnot, being that his I believe his brother had passed, but and Jamal Headass Tinsley uh, <laughs> got Ron started put the battery in his back, so to speak. And, you know, there was no need for him to do that at that point in the game. Like I said, it was already getting smacked. And, you know what I'm saying, they was, you know what I'm saying, trying to uh, uh, head, you know what I'm saying, finish the game and handle business and go, on, go, on, go forward. Because I'm going to say that's, that was uh, – the, that team was primed to, to win a championship at that time. Um, had all that shit not happened. Um, follow, being that the discipline that followed – 
Ron Artest was suspended for the remainder of the season. I think Steven Jackson got 35 games or something like that. And Jermaine got Jermaine O'Neal got 25 games, but his ended up getting reduced because he repealed it, appealed it. <laughs> you um, know what? You know why is his suspension got reduced, bro? Because he slipped right before he rocked, bro. Oh, no, yeah. Job, <laughs> that was crazy. If he would have connected on that, bro, he'd have been done for the season, too. <laughs> yeah. That was crazy, bro. Like, uh, but shit, hell, I don't blame none of them, especially Jermaine, bro. Like, that shit was crazy, but, uh, they fouled, bro. You know what I'm saying? They got to a little scuffle altercation, which is typical NBA, depending on circumstances and whatnot, whatever is going on in the, the flow of the game. And after that, Ron kind of separated himself, was laying on the scores table, doing his therapy technique, taking five, you know what I'm saying, just trying to calm himself, get his thoughts together and whatnot. So then gets back up, then – or no, 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 I'm, I'm sorry, I'm jumping ahead. Uh, he was laying down. Ben Wallace was throwing a headband at him, all his wristbands and all that shit. So that's yeah, his. Imagine how sweaty those were. <laughs> 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 yeah, bro, that's that's probably, you know what I'm saying, that's probably just filthy. And then here comes a beer out of nowhere from the stand, and the beer hit Ron Artest. Bro, lost it. He ran up there like a raging bull in a china shop, and he took off on the wrong fan, but nonetheless a fan – did get taken off on, and that's when the mouse and palace began. Uh, after that, uh, Stephen Jackson ran in the stands. He took off with somebody. Uh, I think some other players probably, maybe a few more ran in the stands and whatnot. Then they came up out of the stands. Then when Ron Artest was on the court again, a fan ran up on him. <laughs> Ron Artest was like, oh, yeah? Bro, that's – bro, I- I would not want to fight Ron Artest, bro. I yeah. would not want to. If it's one person I don't want to fight, is Ron Artest. Bro, not even that. Why would you run on the court? That man was short as hell, bro. Yeah, like bro. Damn, like a damn Oompa Loompa, bro. Yeah, like, bro. What are you doing? <laughs> Get out of here, bro. Like a guard, damn guard gnome compared to Ron Artest. So Ron Artest had to, had to rock his shit. And then, uh, like you said, bro, Jermaine, somebody, Jermaine O'Neal, he trying to get off the court. Fans running on the court and shit. No police, no security in sight. Police talking about, oh, well, there's only three of us, and there's 30,000 fans. So we, we didn't think it was safe to, 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 you know, do our job. Like, what, bro? What the hell are y'all doing here? Then, like, the hell? They didn't try and uh, order and protect nothing, bro. <laughs> nah, but you would think they would try to protect the players, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? These high-played high play athletes. The fans are there. They pay to see. So the players you would think are the main asset. You would want to protect them at all times. Like, but now it's another pot. We're not necessarily going to dig too deep into that. So pretty much like you said, Jermaine O'Neal slipped. And luckily for him, he slipped because had he would have for sure slept that fan. And yeah, his season would have been done. He would have lost way more money. His career probably would have been. Worse than what it ended up being because it definitely went downhill after that. Uh, Reggie Miller ended up retiring after that uh, after that season, not that season, but the following season, I believe. And it was, that shit was just crazy. And it just it, we seen it not too long ago in the playoffs. Somebody tried to or they didn't try to spit at Trey Young, almost hit him. Fan threw a water bottle at Kyrie. Like you know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. man, history trying to repeat itself, bro. But mess around dumping but, the popcorn on Westbrook. 
Yeah, bro, like just crazy out here. But um, uh, it's a good documentary. You guys should check it out if you have a chance. Uh, definitely uh, rewatch some history and whatnot. But we're on to summer league. Uh, we're not gonna repeat that horrible, sick nickname. But how you feel about uh, <laughs> Kaminga and Moody, bro? For the Warriors, man, I like them, bro. They they both out there. They being young. They making plays. You know, everybody, everybody getting hard pause because of summer league, bruh. But people got to realize a lot of these guys, they they gonna be playing in in, a, in a, another country pretty soon, probably or in the G League or something like that. So we got to just see how everything fits together when the season starts. But I'm definitely motivated by those two guys, man. They're definitely looking really well. Uh, we already know how how Curry is with rookies, so I want to see how that you know, develops, do they get a long leash to play? Do they not? You know, what's going on? How do they fit into the rotation? Because I said, those guys got to conform to Steph and Clay. As we talked about a couple of pods ago, bro, when Steph give it up, you know, it's not college, bro. It's not your time to be in one mixtape. No, you give it back to him, bro, unless you necessarily have to make a play. That's how it has to go. So uh, I'm definitely encouraged by what I've seen out of him so far and what I really, I really like Leangelo Ball and what he's doing, man, in Charlotte, being the shooter that he is. I hope he gets a shot. Yeah, I think uh, Leangelo Ball definitely has proven that he can uh, get a spot on the roster in the league. Um, he's proven himself. They say he's the best shooter out of the three brothers, so the, that's what damn near the NBA is nowadays. Like You, you have to be a, That's one of the more coveted skill sets that teams go after, shooters and whatnot, along uh, with other things. But how you feel about the uh, number one pick, Mr. K. Cunningham? You think he's looking all right with uh, Detroit? Oh, oh yeah, I, I definitely think so. I say Summer League, bro, this is pretty much just a glorified exhibition. You know, basically you want to see, you know, guys getting to their spots, hitting their shots, trying to reform their game. But you know how I feel about a lot of young people coming into the game, bro. I'm like, do what got you there, and that seems to be what he's doing. Don't try and expand your game too fast in the NBA. That's how you lose confidence. That's how you don't really last that long. Just do what got you there. Obviously, if you're a higher pick, you're way better at more things than somebody that picked at the end of the second round. So I think he's looking really good, a lot of, uh, along with a lot of the young cats, too, that uh, went top five as well. I think they all had a very productive summer league. Oh, like Jalen Green. Yeah, man, just, exactly, bro. Just do what you do, bro. Don't try and, you know, be somebody you're not. Don't try and add no no Kobe left-hand post-up floater to your game now, bro. Just if you can't you're do fat, the depth, You can't do a dirt step back. Uh, yeah, bro. Plus three, bro. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't be trying to do none of that stuff. If you can dribble and assist, if you could shoot, if you could do anything, just do what got you there, bro. Don't try and reinvent the wheel and reinvent yourself. Because Shorty's is watching you now, bro, and you got a little bread in your pocket. Nah, Don't bro, do that, bro. They just want to go outside like P.J. Washington, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> just do what you do and then expand your game later. But do what you do to the level that you can do it at, the highest level you can do it at. That, that's what I want to see from the young kids. Now, obviously, once they're seasoned and once they have some games under their belt, they know what they're good at. They know what they need to improve on then slowly but surely you start expanding your game. But don't expand too soon because then you're not going to sharpen what you already did to make it to that level. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a, a, a sight to see. 
when the uh, regular season finally starts back up. But uh, bro, the guy, the guy you guys drafted, bro, the Kings. That man is a demon on defense. Yeah, that bro. Man, he, uh, <laughs> bro, that man looks like a uh, that man look like a Pat Beverly with fundamentals, bro, and common sense. Uh, he's playing defense crazy. Yeah, I was gonna say he um for sure got the uh, black forces in the trunk as well as he uh, black licorice. So he's uh, for sure that <laughs> man, bro. Uh, defensive, defensive side. That bro, man. Uh, I I just want to know if they're gonna let him play like that in the regular season because the way he playing in FIBA, he'd be a god. Him and Rudy Gobert, bro, protecting the rim, <laughs> like that'd be a hell of a defense. But I don't know how ticky tack they're gonna be in the league and everything like that, but. Y'all got one with him, bro. Yeah, like I said earlier, bro, like we got we add we um trending upward, but uh Mr. Bagley, bro, he gonna have to get over get over his injuries or he's gonna have to get out of town, bro. Yeah, I honestly think like obviously Fox was a great draft pick, but what you guys did post Bagley, because I know which what what uh, it was uh, Halliburton. And obviously Mitchell this year. I'm pretty sure y'all drafted some people in between there, but at least y'all hit on those two. At least you could say, you know, knock on wood, from what it looks like, that the last two drafts you hit on your picks, and that's all you can ask for to start to, you know, get back in the relevancy in the NBA. You got to hit on your draft picks first and foremost. Yeah, that's where it starts. Uh, shit, we've seen the Warriors uh, do it. Uh, we've seen the Bucks do it recently. Um, yeah. Shit. I mean, That's sack, it, sack ain't the most, <laughs> sack ain't the most attractive free agent destination. <laughs> That's Cowtown, bro. You know, you know what time it is. <laughs> exactly, bro. That's so all. Like, I don't imagine sack just throwing money around in free agent. So they, they gotta have some homegrown stuff, man. They can't go out. It ain't like L.A. or anything or Miami or nothing where they can just go out and make a big blockbuster trade or anything. Nah, come on, bro. You act like you act like downtown sack is not the spot to be on a Saturday. <laughs> Man, I ain't gonna lie, downtown Sac and downtown LA, I don't even know the difference, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bro, yeah. we got dive bar in downtown Sac. They got staples in downtown LA. What's the difference? Shit, they got the fucking Beverly Center. They got LA, but that's neither. I here know, bro. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but, nah, uh, yeah, it's definitely encouraging. Them, them young boys need to keep hooping, and I want to see what happens this, uh, this uh, NBA season. Yeah, we in for we in for quite a treat with all the uh, free agency moves and whatnot. It's definitely like you said, going to be interesting to see how the rookies uh, are implemented into the rotation on their respective teams and whatnot. Uh, so we're going to definitely see, but uh, it's definitely uh, that's a long ways away. You know, it starts in October. I t- don't really necessarily tap back into. Uh, Basketball until at February after the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> but because uh, you know, it's, uh, football is king, quote unquote, and it takes the uh, cake in top priority as far as uh, watching sports is concerned uh, throughout the throughout the fall. So we definitely in for a lot of good good matchups, good ball games starting here in a few weeks. And as a uh, great Bart Scott would say, you can't wait. <laughs> Good old Bart Scott, man. Well, yo, what did you think of that Canaan episode from last week? Ah, uh, man, young Canaan, 
Young Canaan. He's gonna have to uh he gonna have to get together, bro. He's gonna, to, <laughs> he's gonna have to learn sooner than later, bro. You know what I'm saying? obviously he's young, he's just now starting out in the game. Uh but he he's making you know what I'm saying, the stakes he's making is understandable, but like I said, he's gonna have to clean those up uh sooner than later. Uh, if he wants to make it. Obviously we, we see him make it, but you know what I'm saying? In this game, bro, you gotta be more sharp and keep your head on swivel at all times. Yeah, in order to make it out. Um, but I think overall it was a good episode. Um, I'm interested to see how episode five turns out because obviously with the events of this episode that we're discussing now, uh, episode five definitely uh, should be a good one. Or should, <laughs> it said Eclipse, episode four. Uh, but, I mean, what are your bigger takeaways from the episode? Man, my, my bigger take, I got I got two initial takes. Like how I said the other day, bro, how power always more times not just grabs your attention from the first scene of the uh show. Bro, he gonna get his butt whooped by his mom the first uh scene of this upcoming episode, bro. Like he gotta be, bro. <laughs> like there's no way she's not just gonna just grab a belt and just whoop his butt for that. A and then B, what's the uncle name that he was at the stash house with? Uh, Marvin, no, yeah, Marvin, Marvin, Uncle Marvin. Um, yeah, Uncle Marvin, bro, like, how many times are you going to try and do something behind Kane and Mom back? Like, come on now. You should have known, bro, something bad was going to happen. You got away with it one time, giving Kane a little, little bag to sell. Like, all right, don't tell your moms, blah, 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 it's all good. All right, that should have been it there. You keep playing with fire when you keep going behind people and doing stuff. And obviously, we seen Kanan with the shirt that he put under his bed. That's like one of the easiest spots for moms to find anything. So yeah. I want to see what happens. I know she's going to be really upset at Uncle Marvin and at Kanan because he could have easily lost his life, bro. Easily. That was a rookie mistake putting under her bed, bro. Like, rookie mistake, rookie bro. And then Uncle Marvin, bro, rookie mistake, bro. You leaving this man to stash everything up at the stash house. You ain't spin the block now one or two times before you even got there, before you left. Like, come on now. That's a lot of mistakes. No wonder he that – I think he's that uncle, the one that don't pay attention to all the details and everything and just move how he moved. Because you got to know, especially after what you just did, you know, that people were going to be coming back for you. Yeah, bro. Like we are typically say, common sense ain't common. And this was, what, the early 90s too, so. yeah. Uh, I think he's for sure, like you said, gonna get his butt whooped. He's gonna get that. That's how they're gonna open the next episode, bro. He's just gonna get his butt whooped by his mom, bro. Like, but it's like one that's funny. Is... I definitely want to get no whoopers and no damn. Like, yeah. that shit will be funny as hell. She do pull out the belt, but shit, like you said, bro, it is the '90s, so I wouldn't be surprised. But uh, what's the name? Got it. What's the name too, though? Um. Uh, What uh, what Jukebox does, getting getting money for studio, for her studio time, like famous and whatnot. Obviously, she don't have. Yeah. Uncle Lulu was like, "I help you," but then your dad be bitching and crying and shit. So yeah, like, be yeah, hot. Yeah, I would rather do it on my own. And he was like, "Yeah, that's cool. Uh, I respect that and whatnot." So it's gonna be, damn, it's gonna be cool to see uh, how she, you know, what I'm saying, come up with the bread to get in the studio. One of her dreams and whatnot. 
Bro, it was uh, nuts though, bro. Cause they, didn't we say last week, bro, that that security guard was gonna come back because he recognized uh, yeah. your face, bro. Yeah, luckily, you know what I'm saying. It was just you know an eye for an eye. Yeah, he did her a solid. She did him a solid. He did her a solid. So that, that was cool that he was like, you know what, I let you slide, just get out of here. But if that, so yeah, pretty sure she'll she'll take heed to that warning. And uh, she'll be cool as far as <laughs> she, boosting goes. She's gonna take heed to that warning, unlike Uncle uh, Marvin, bro, trying to go behind Kenny Mom back twice, bro. <laughs> and then winning the stash and got jacked. Two, that's a double homicide, bro. Double homicide, bro. That, <laughs> bro that's, that's what uh, the other uncle gonna say, bro. Damn, double homicide. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Man, yeah. you think you think though, uh you think though, uh famous bro, you think famous sister gonna end up messing around with that uh music producer? Uh I wouldn't be surprised, but I think it's gonna be not I don't think it's gonna be that clear cut. It's gonna be like some sloppy shit like uh it's either gonna be she'll play him like she's gonna, you know what I'm saying, give him some box type shit, or she is gonna go down that path and then uh, like he did, Uncle Lulu popped up. He gonna fuck around and she gonna get blurred. Oh no, uh, it wasn't like that, babe. Head ass. <laughs> yeah, get caught red-handed. She got caught like. hugging, bro. Like right, right when uh, bro came in and seen that. So you already know he was hot. And then you could just tell the way they just like bro talking all spicy to her. Bro talking about we gonna have to work really close together. And pretty much. I got a feeling he gonna pull the car. All right, bro, you got to give me some ass now. If your brother, if your brother on this little music slate in front of these people, you got to give me something to make it worthwhile. I feel like he gonna try and pull one of those moves. So yeah, he gonna play the music exec card. Yeah, pretty yeah. much, bro. Because I mean, obviously, bro, bro, in it, you know, he ain't. Uh, you know how I, I be saying stuff like, bro, ain't nobody doing nothing for the love of the game, bro. So she gotta know. That she's you know playing with a little fire there. So you saying he not gonna do that kindness of his heart, kindness of his heart, bro? Nah, bro. Well, you say even if it was back in the nineties, bro, they still wasn't moving out the kindness of their heart like that, bro. <laughs> they still not doing stuff for the love of the game. Yeah, we definitely gonna gonna see. Uh, but it's probably gonna blow up in her face. It gotta uh, be. It, it gotta blow up in her face, bro. But what, what what's the girl that Jukebox is dating? I forgot her name. I, I forgot her name too, bro. But it was interesting though, like when she was at her house, bro, and her parents came in. And her dad was like trying to talk, like I, I don't even know how to say it, bro. Cause this be happening to me in Enterprise sometimes, bro. Where they they be like trying to talk cool to you, bro. And it's like, don't do that, bro. That's more to me. That's like I, I ain't gonna say it's like all or nothing disrespectful, bro. But that just like makes shit so awkward. And then he was like, he had said something. I forgot what he said. And then he started cursing. And then he was like, oh, she's probably used to hearing that anyways. I was like, bro, come on now, bro. Like, you don't, you don't got to be that oh, wow. ignorant, bro. <laughs> like, you don't got to be that ignorant, bro. But it's super weird, though, when, like, why people be trying to do that, though? They be like, yo, what's up, partner, or something like <laughs> Something weird, bro. <laughs> nah, bro, he's, uh, they just talk to you like you're the token black guy, bro. Yeah. Yeah, enterprise, bro. And like, what's up, homie? You got any discounts today? <laughs> <laughs> right now, so you wearing a wire, bro. Now you 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 a secret shopper, bro. You a secret shopper. I don't, don't want to help you, bro. Next, my my tablet. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> hey, for sure, for sure, gonna the corporate write a long ass email, head ass and shit. Yeah, hey, bro. Mister Richmond, Mister Richmond, 
did not want to help me. My car was not cleaned, and like, there was no <laughs> gas in it. Bro, be like, come on now, hook a brother up, man, please. <laughs> like, nah, bro, you got to go to the one down the street, bro. We closed. We're not getting no returns. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, bro. But, uh, yeah, I can't think of anything else that really stood out from the episode. Uh, I'm trying to think. Nah, I don't think it was nothing really too crazy. I do want to see what's going to happen. Oh, bro. <laughs> so, more so, like, a setup for episode five, typically empowered but shit most most shows you know what i'm saying it's like the episode five like either the big reveal or something big happens or whatnot so we definitely in for a treat quote unquote next episode and we're gonna see how it plays out and then we're gonna come back next week with another breakdown for y'all but speaking of breakdowns we can just god damn you can just head into what if because uh that was a pretty good show um, I like what they did with that because especially that was dope. a big, big uh, hypothetical, obviously, um, and it's animated, so it's like a it's cool. Um, I'm a big fan of animation and whatnot, so to see basically Captain Carter take the super soldier serum instead of Mister Steve Rogers, who became the Hydra Stomper, uh, which was hurt, but. Uh, I understood it. <laughs> it was cool to see because basically how it played out was instead of her going up and watching, she was like, no, nah, I'll stay down here. And then the Watcher was like, that's pretty much what changed the the fate of the multi. Um, and Captain Carter got a upgraded. Well, she didn't get an upgrade. She got like a similar to, to Cap's uh, suit. She got one, but hers was, uh, I want to say it was a little great. Right. Yeah, yeah. It was made. The country was made. Uh, whatnot. The shield and everything. And it was crazy because she was really smacking bro, cats, bro. Like she yeah. killed way more people than than the real Captain America, bro. Bro, she <laughs> used a strap on on cat, bro. Like she was a boss, bro. <laughs> she was doing more than shit. And then what's his name was doing in uh, Captain Wooden Soldier than uh, Falcon was before he became Cap. Yeah. So that was she was crazy. I was like, damn, she really Marvel really letting her go crazy. And it's bro, only episode one, bro. Going nuts, bro. And I think she, I think she gonna be uh, in another episode too. Yeah, she, I think the how it's gonna kind of play out is uh they have different scenarios, but then they end up forming uh like Avengers team within the multiverse, pretty much. So, bro, this this multiverse stuff so crazy. It, it, I think it was like cool though how like they had the little Easter egg with Bucky when he almost <laughs> fell off the train again. It kept it. Uh, I know, and uh, Peggy pulled him back up, and that man was like, "Oh man, I thought I was gonna lose my arm there." No, oh, yeah, that was that was funny. <laughs> yeah. That was a good uh shit. I gotta say, bro, Marvel always comes with the good content, good writing. Um. They never cease to amaze. Um, you know, just like I said, bro, it's only episode one. Well, it's pretty good. So, what the hell? It's pretty good starting out. Um, well, we're going to see what the next episode. I want to say they said it's supposed to be if, what if Black Panther becomes Star-Lord? Yep. And is abducted by the Avengers and, and Yondu and whatnot. So, that's going to be pretty cool to see. Uh, so y'all stay tuned, and if you haven't watched episode one, definitely catch up. Uh, we didn't say it before, but oh well, spoiler alert! Spoiler alert. Yeah, man, they should already <laughs> hell, they should already know by now. 
uh, comes out on Wednesdays. We uh, we do, doing this on uh, Sunday, and we'll get to you in the, probably in the middle of the week by the time episode two drops. Anyway, so make sure you watch it before you get to this. We'll, we'll try to uh, put an edit um, for the spoilers, <laughs> but uh, before we round out the end of the episode here, what would you say? Uh, is your top three they had a, a picture up was trending on Twitter top three projects from 2012 from the 2012 run uh, let me see bro I, I gotta get that pulled up hey I'll go let first yeah yeah, 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 up, yeah. if I you gotta, go first bro cause I gotta find that I am gonna, I have gonna hold you bro I'm gonna hit you with the uh, Trap God by Big Guap Gucci Man that's one. This not an order. This is just top the uh, my three picks. Then I would go with uh, Taylor Alderdice by Mr. Wiz Khalifa. Number two, for sure. And the third one's kind of hard, bro, because it's for sure a lot of slaps on here, bro. Shit, how many projects on here? One. There's twenty projects on here, so it's hard to pick three because. At least fifteens for sure. Fire. They all good, bro. Well, not to say they all like good, good, but some separate themselves more than others. But they all respectable. Yeah, the third one, bro. It's hard. Like I said, I will go. I'm gonna go Chief Keith, bro. Back in the day, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely can't go wrong with that. But honorable mention, Good Kid, Bad City. <laughs> yeah, bro. Let me see. I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. This is no. This is no one, two, three order. This is just my three. I'm going to go Good Kid, Mad City. I'm going to go <clears throat> Rick Ross. I'm trying to see which. Uh, yeah, that that uh, Rich Forever. And then the last one was that Meek Mill. I think it was Dream Chasers 1. I think that was Dream Chasers 1. No. Um, that wasn't it. <laughs> I think it was Dream Chasers 2. Dream, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dream Chasers 2. But I always get the... Um, the art confused, bro. Cause it was one song, bro. That ready or not, bro. The one that started off the mixtape, bro. That was that was my song, bro. That was that was my pregame vibes right there, bro. That that was your jam, bro. Bro, that was it, bro. I just I, I I forgot which which dream chasers it was on, but yeah, that was it, bro. Yeah, when they had that when they had that sample and everything, yeah, bro. Those were the top three for me. That was in heavy rotation. Yeah, but uh. Speaking of music, new music that recently came out since we uh skipped last week, uh, for sure, Nas. Um, check that out, King Disease 2. Just some good adult mature rap, bro. Um, that's one to check out. Another one, uh, go with I don't know if we've said it before, but if we have, excuse me. But ESTG, uh, that's a good album. Bigger than, let's see, make sure I get their title right here. I don't know why it's not. Uh, yeah, Bigger Than Life or Death, ESTG. Another good album this drop was YNW Melly, Just a Matter of Slime. And one more to round y'all out is uh, Fredo Bang, Murder Made Me. Uh, oh, this shit. I got two more. I can't, I can't, we can't leave. Like I said, we skipped last week. Uh, another one y'all need to check out, or two more y'all need to check out, rather, 
is the Lost Tapes by Sada Baby and Still Ganging by SOB. So check out those projects if you haven't already. Um, out of all five of those, I'll probably say you guys can probably connect with at least three of them. A good mix of slaps for y'all to listen to during the week and whatnot in y'all daily activities. So that's what I got for y'all uh, this week as far as new music concerned. You, you got your uh, free game. You got your free game ready, bro. Yeah, yeah. Basically, mine is just don't quit, bro. You could be discouraged. You could be down. You could be whatever emotion you feel at the time. That's okay. Stuff's not going to work out for you, bro. You know, a lot of people making fun of Dennis Schroeder, bro, and for good reason, bro. But the main thing is sometimes when you bet on yourself, bro, most of the time you lose. You know, contrary to what social media would lead you to believe. When you bet on yourself, you do lose sometimes. So the main thing is don't quit. You're going to have times where you mess some bread up. You're going to have times where you don't get what you think you should have got. You know, but don't quit. You got to keep pushing. Got to keep pushing. Oh, yes, sir. Those are definitely uh, some wise words from a wise guy. Uh, I (laughs) I definitely subscribe to that myself. Um, But that's good to hear you say, my brother. And for me this week, I'll just say uh, just have integrity. Uh, if you don't know what integrity is, especially doing the right thing at all times, even when no one is looking, um, that's definitely something that will take you a long way in life. Having integrity, uh, definitely a good moral to have as well. Um, so basically, when that, whenever you got something to take care of or you know something needs to be done, just go ahead and knock it out, even if uh, no one is looking. Just do it. Go ahead and do it right the first time, so you can get out the way and you don't have to redo it or come back to it or anything like that. So, just make sure you have that integrity at all times, because uh, that is another key in this year game of life. And that's all I got for that. Yeah, uh, man. This, this is this is a good little nice, tight, concise pod this week. The energy was definitely up. You know, I took eight Red Bulls before this to be ready. <laughs> oh, you see, you got wings this week, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, bro. Just in case another uh, Mega Moth tried to come in, bro, and wreck havoc. That man said wreck havoc. Yo, that was the definition of running amok, bro. When people say running amok, <laughs> that was a definition. That moth was running amok, bro. And that, that man was flying around like a chicken with his head cut off. Yeah, bro. Like you see, like like when when Joe Budden tried out to be Daredevil, bro, and they made that cartoon. Just imagine Joe being super <laughs> sick in the rafters. Look at everything below him run amok, bro. Oh, like, man. That's how it, that's how it was happening, bro. It was just. It was just pure chaos in the career. Bro, bro. it was just chaos, confusion, bro. Like, man, it was bad, bro. But that ain't happening again. I, I That was something on steroids. I don't even know if that was a moth. It wasn't a bird. I, 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 I'm saying it was a moth just to calm everybody down. But that motherfucker wasn't going to bite in the holes in your clothes. He was going to bite uh, for a hole in your face, bro. <laughs> for sure, going to take some flesh off your flesh off your, uh, your uh, skeleton, bro. Hell yeah, bro. That motherfucker was not coming to play, bro. Damn, nah, I'm glad you, uh, you shit, you made it out alive, bro. You still here with us, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that motherfucker was coming for everything, bro. He's like, shit, yeah. nigga, I want the fucking Optima too, bro. 
<laughs> nah, bro, can't get the optimal, bro. <laughs> Show got to keep that. Uh, but yeah, like I said, bro, definitely yeah. have to uh, pick up the energy uh, this week. I'm just going to uh, continue with the forward momentum uh, rolling into next week. Uh, but yeah, this week uh pretty solid. They gave y'all some flowers uh, along with the clown of the week. Uh, we don't want to revisit that, but uh, we're just going to pray for Mr. Urban. Uh, for NFL preseason as well as with the fancy top 12 running backs. Went over to Mouse in the Palace, revisited that, uh, which is on Netflix. Summer League basketball, saw some rookies looking pretty good. Uh, recapped Raising Canaan as well as What If. And we went over to the, just the top three uh, projects from 2012, which was trending, and gave you all a lot of new music to check out uh, from now until next week and whatnot. Um, but shit, as always, uh, just continue to wash your hands as well as your whole body with a washcloth. We shouldn't have yeah, to say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> white people, y'all motherfuckers, wildin' the fucking Mysterio. No wonder Edith couldn't tell if he was dead or not because your fucking oh, smell man. didn't change, bro. You smelt dead when you was alive, bro. Edith couldn't tell that shit. Yeah, man, that'd be a while for that, bro. But, uh, yeah, for sure, still in a pandemic, uh, you know what I'm saying? Socially distance yourselves. And, uh, you know, as usual, uh, adios, amigos. And uh, I'll catch you next week, bro. Yeah, definitely signing off, bro. I'll see you next week. All right. All uh, right, yep.